when you are aware of your intention and you are grounded in conscious principles and mindsets, that's when you can have authentic and meaningful interactions that nourish your need for aliveness, connection, and growth. That is when you can have respectful and skillful disagreements. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. I'm so grateful you're tuning in to learn transformative communication tools that can bring forth more love and more peace into your life and all your relationships. Whether this is your first time or whether you've been listening to me for a while, thank you for being here. This is your space to connect with your capacity to communicate as the conscious, compassionate, and mature adult that you are. If you listened to the previous episode, episode 107, you heard me say that disagreements are not only part of our human interactions, but that they're important in our interactions. Disagreements help us understand ourselves because we hear ourselves saying something out loud, something that matters to us. Disagreements help us understand others because we can learn and expand our awareness and our perspectives. Disagreements also enrich our lives. If we all think the same way, it would be really boring for one, but also there would be no place for us to grow. And the experience of growing gives us aliveness, which is a fundamental need for all of us to have a fulfilling life and meaningful relationships. So disagreements are not a problem at all. The problem is when we don't know how to disagree skillfully and we make the mistakes I mentioned in last week's podcast episode, episode 107. And when we make those mistakes, disagreements can turn into arguments. Well, in today's podcast episode, I want to teach you three communication strategies to disagree skillfully and respectfully so that your disagreements are meaningful conversations and not arguments. Now, you might want to grab paper and pen or maybe get your favorite note app ready because you'll want to remember these three communication strategies. Now, before I go into the episode, I'm recording this episode during my birthday month. Yes, my birthday month is in August. And to help me celebrate, I would love to receive a gift from you. Your gift is to share with me at least one anecdote in which the Language Alchemy podcast has helped you in your communication. And how do you share that with me? Go to languagealchemy.com podcast birthday and share at least one anecdote about how the Language Alchemy podcast has helped you communicate more consciously and skillfully in a particular situation. And from the bottom of my heart, Thank you so much. I want you to know that I am going to receive your birthday gift 
with so much love and gratitude. So much so that if you are willing to give me that birthday gift, I'm going to put your name in a raffle to have a 45 mini communication coaching session with me. And I'll announce the winner at the end of August. And now let's talk about three communication strategies you can use to disagree skillfully and respectfully. Let's start by defining what a respectful disagreement is. When we have a respectful disagreement, we're not just agreeing to disagree. When we have a skillful and respectful disagreement, it is because we have approached it with a mindset grounded in humility, respect, and equality. So first of all, we are humble enough to understand that we can learn from one another, or that at least we can learn about the other. Let's say, for example, that you are someone who wakes up in the morning and then you have your spiritual practices, your spiritual rituals. Maybe you practice yoga, you meditate, or you go for a conscious walk. Now, let's say that you're talking to someone about this and that person disagrees with you. They think that what's most important to do is to wake up in the morning and read the news. Well, this is an opportunity for you to talk about what your spiritual practices give you in your life and also for you to learn more about what reading the news gives that person in their life. You don't have to agree with them. You can learn about them and what matters to them. They can learn about you and what matters to you. And of course, it's perfectly okay if what matters to you is different from what matters to them. Secondly, when we show up to a disagreement with a mindset grounded in respect and equality, we're more likely to explicitly acknowledge and honor that we're both different individuals and that our life experiences are equally valid. So your experience is not more valuable or less valid than theirs and vice versa. Their experience is not more valuable or less valid than yours. So you come with this mindset of being two equal individuals with equal value. So let me give you an example about myself. When I have an interaction with someone who tells me that talking doesn't work to solve relational issues, I respect their past experience in which talking didn't solve an issue for them. I also acknowledge out loud that, yes, that was their experience. And then I can start learning more about their past experience. In this case, for example, what kind of talking didn't help solve a relational issue? So having this mindset based on respect, equality, and humility is crucial to disagree respectfully and skillfully. Now, what are these three communication strategies that you could use to disagree skillfully and respectfully? The first strategy is to ask a question. When you hear something you disagree with, you can ask something such as, oh, and how is this so for you? 
For example, let's say that you believe that it's important for middle school and high school students to learn about critical race theory so that they can become aware of structural racism and understand how to have an equitable society. Then you're talking to a relative and this relative says to you, teaching about critical race theory in public schools should be banned in every school because it teaches kids that we are racist and that is not true. Okay, now you have an opportunity to ask a question. You can ask something like, how does critical race theory teach kids that you are racist? Or you can ask something like, in your experience, what is critical race theory? Let me give you another example of a question you may ask. What would make you racist if your kids learn about critical race theory? Now, what's super important here is that when you ask questions like these, remember your mindset grounded in respect, humility, and equality, or else your tone of voice could sound oppositional, accusatory, demanding, or aggressive. But if you keep your mindset in check, then your tone of voice will convey curiosity, openness, and willingness to learn. The second communication strategy you can use to disagree skillfully is to acknowledge out loud that this is the other person's opinion, experience, perspective, point of view. When you do this, you are reminding yourself and the other person that this is simply an opinion. It's a perspective, it's an experience, it's a point of view. It is not the whole or only truth. So you don't need to get defensive, offensive, and turn the disagreement into an argument. So for example, let's say that you believe that timeouts can be harmful as a discipline technique with children. You are in favor of discipline techniques that are based on psychological development, connection, and neuroscience. Then you find yourself in a parent school event and you're having a conversation with another parent and they say, I think it's okay to give children a timeout when they misbehave because they need to learn good behavior. To that, you could say, I hear your opinion is that you agree with giving children a timeout when you believe that they're not behaving. See what I did here? I mentioned it's your opinion, and then I added when you believe they're not behaving. I'm using similar words, and I'm pointing out that what the person said are their opinions and their beliefs. Or you could say something like, I get it. For you, when a child is not behaving like you think they should, it's okay to give them a timeout. So once again, with this kind of response, which is a reflection of what the person said, you are highlighting the fact that this is this person's opinion, experience, belief, or perspective, nothing else. When we do this, we're making it clear that no one owns the truth and that the other person is simply sharing their opinion, their perspective, their point of view. And 
Finally, the third communication strategy you can use when you hear someone expressing a disagreement is to say thank you. This is a very simple phrase that goes a long way. Now, what are you thanking the person for? You are thanking them for feeling safe with you and expressing their opinions and thoughts out loud. Right now, we're living in a context of divisiveness. We are living in a reality where so many people are afraid to disagree. This reality is highlighted by social media and news platforms that have algorithms designed to show us content that we agree with and not to show us multiple perspectives. So in this last decade or so, we have not been as adept at disagreeing as we may have been before social media or before news platforms have algorithms. I remember talking to a friend of mine who's Russian, and we were talking about the war in Ukraine. My friend had a very different opinion from mine, and we had a very tender and emotional conversation in which he shared his opinion freely with me. At the end of the conversation, he thanked me for creating a safe space for him to share something he didn't feel safe saying out loud to others. This conversation was the first one he had about the war. He had been stuffing it together with lots of big feelings about it because he didn't believe it was safe for him to share this perspective. All I did during that conversation was to thank him every time he shared an opinion that I could see was vulnerable for him. Now, before we recap what you've heard in this episode, I want to say that if you're going to use these or any communication strategies as mere techniques, most likely you're going to head into an argument or into a stilted interaction and not a meaningful one. These communication strategies need to be anchored in principles, intentions, and the specific mindset of humility, respect, and equality. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out previous podcast episodes in which I talk about communication principles and about communicating with intention versus communicating with an agenda. When you are aware of your intention and you are grounded in conscious principles and mindsets, that's when you can have authentic and meaningful interactions that nourish your need for aliveness, connection, and growth. That is when you can have respectful and skillful disagreements. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, you heard about disagreeing skillfully and respectfully. I also shared with you three communication strategies to disagree skillfully and to help you have meaningful and enriching interactions instead of turning disagreements into arguments. And I also encouraged you to give me a birthday gift by sharing an anecdote with me about how the Language Alchemy podcast contributes to your communication. And you know what I would love to do? To put all these birthday gifts together in a gratitude podcast episode. If you'd like to give me a gift that will take less than five minutes for you to do, just go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday. 
and share your anecdote with me. And remember, when you give me that gift of your five minutes, I'm going to put your name in a raffle to win a 45 mini communication coaching session with me. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.